0: Hey everyone, Selena Kulkani here for another episode of the Freedom Warrior podcast, where it's my job to share the latest insights, tactics and strategies around alternative wealth building. For those of you who'd like to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews and programs to help you on the way to becoming more financially free. Now, on to the show. So super excited to be with you today and uh, unpacking what I think will be a super interesting podcast for some of you. And that is, how is economic uncertainty influencing investors today? Before I unpack this, I guess the the real message I wanna send to people is that all of the uncertainty um, since COVID arrived has really been um, the cause of, many people making different investment decisions and I guess what I want to draw your attention to is what to be mindful of so that you don't end up making decisions which could ultimately cause self-sabotage and potentially set you back a few years. So because here in Australia the control of the virus has been fairly strict you know we've seen different Uh, cities go into total lockdown at various times Um, and clearly the Australian government is trying to give us the sense that they are handling the spread of infection. Um, There's no denying the financial and economic impact of lockdowns has been enormous but I think a lot of people are relatively tight-lipped about the impact because the full fallout has yet to be experienced. You know, the government incentives to support businesses through the last nine months have been different for different businesses, but relatively generous in terms of things like JobKeeper and some of the business support. However, obviously, all of that is drawing to an end very soon. And so there's just a few things that I want to kind of talk about, which and I, I need to reference my sources here. There's some fantastic research that have been put out by a number of sources, including management consulting firms like McKinsey's, as well as some of the global economic publishing sources. Um, now, I'm not saying that, you know, they're 100% right or wrong, but I did want to share some of the I guess, more logical insights that have come from those magazines so that you can maybe have a an insight into what this means for you as a business owner and as an investor. So the first thing is there's no question if we take a global perspective that it's the uncertainty about how the virus is going to continue to spread and, you know, mutate and all of those things that's making people fear for their health and their lives. And you know, the uncertainty that extends into their livelihoods in many, many parts of the world is making people cautious about spending under high uncertainty. From a business point of view, a lot of businesses are finding it very tricky to make reliable plans, both from a personal investment and investment inside of their business perspective you know, should you be taking on more staff? Should you be battening down the hatches? Should you be keeping bigger cash reserves that, you know, the questions are endless. And, you know, I guess the the overarching takeaway that I'd encourage you to have from all of this is that it's uncertainty that makes it really toxic for economic recovery. And I've read that in multiple places. So if we take a, a, a macro perspective, and you know think about what is the government trying to achieve right now i think the objective of most governments is to crush uncertainty as quickly as possible what mckinsey's have talked about is statistics around what's happened in previous crises and what they've shown is that when uncertainty subsides that confidence returns and economic recovery unlocks And, you know, from a statistical point of view, what they've shown is that COVID-19 as a crisis has created the highest level of uncertainties in almost 35 years. So, you know, obviously the estimates for global impact of COVID varies from source to source. But again, if I refer to the McKenzie's article... The estimate with those that are in near zero virus situations, such as places like Australia, New Zealand, could be as much as a lost GDP of about $15 trillion over the next five years. So that's a pretty serious amount of money. So there's a bunch of different options that world leaders are exploring. There's things like staged reopening of different economies you know, trying to really bolster consumer confidence. And I think, you know, whether people do it very quickly or very slowly or in parts, the bottom line is that each path is going to have very different economic outcomes for different people, because the spread of the virus and the pace of recovery is really going to be about how people feel about the uncertainty. And I guess the reason that I'm I'm bringing all of this up is that I think a lot of commentators in the Australian market are really describing an economic outcome right now where the crisis has passed and it's business as usual. And I, I just, I don't know if that's the case. What I would also say to you is that in a market filled with uncertainty, the marketers, the investor marketers will crawl out of the woodwork and increase the intensity of the FOMO message. So something that I've been hearing from a lot of investors over the last few months is that you know people's prediction of a property slump just hasn't come to fruition and that all of the literature and advice is saying, keep buying and certainly there's been a, a huge spike in property prices worldwide now whether that is because people's confidence in the economics of a market has you know improved or whether it's a maybe a false spike meaning it's simply a result of people making decisions that they want to have a sea change or get out of apartment living or whatever it is I just don't think the data is clear enough as yet. So I'm certainly encouraging people to tap into um, credible sources of information to make their decisions. And I'm not really trying to say buy or don't buy. I guess the message that I really want to convey with this podcast is in good times, the biggest way to ensure success is make good investment decisions. And in bad times, the greatest way to avoid failure or setback and to continue to succeed is keep making good decisions. And so really, if I'm to go full circle with all of this, if you accept that the market is uncertain and don't get too caught up in the idea that we're already at the beginning of another cycle of a property boom or any of the other commentary out there saying that this is the opportunity of the century. The number one skill that I would encourage people to really cultivate is their capacity to make good decisions. So in other words, the capacity to do good due diligence. Now, you know, I've got a a system for doing this that I call the five star system. You guys might have your own uh, methodologies that you run investments through as a filter before pulling the trigger but what I highly 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 encourage you to consider is do not be enticed by commentary that comes from people who have a vested interest in you buying real estate or continuing to buy real estate. Don't hang your hat on that, don't make decisions off the back of that because whether or not this growth that we've had over the last six months is sustainable, whether or not the economic uncertainty is just a uh, slow building tsunami, who knows? You know, I'm just not into that crystal ball gazing. But what I do know is that you should be all sharpening the pencil, making sure you set out rules for your own investing journey, and really erring on the side of caution. That doesn't mean stop investing. That just means making sure that your investment decision making isn't based on flimsy evidence. Make sure you feel good about the worst case scenario. Make sure that you've given yourself a good cash buffer and that you are demonstrating amazing stewardship and care around the income and finances that you already have. So I certainly don't want to be a doomsayer and that's not really the goal of this podcast. But what I do want to say is that I do think that there are a lot of credible people out there suggesting that we're not out of the woods. There are lots of reasons for the spike in property prices in different markets and we need to explore those. But I think to say that it's business as usual is premature and I would just be erring on the side of caution. I would be making sure that your confidence when you commit to an investment decision is very, very high and certainly looking for as many ways to verify your decision as possible before you pull the trigger. So anyway, guys, that's all I want to say on that. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you guys in the next podcast. For those of you who might be interested, I'm happy to share my own five-star due diligence system with you. It's a one-page document and it comes with a a training video. So if you want to grab a copy of that, just click on the link in the podcast notes and I'll, uh, I'll get that to you. Let's try and get as many investors heading in the, the, the right direction as far as making good decisions as possible so that we can all not only you know, navigate and survive the turbulence of the years ahead, but also succeed and win on the investment front. Thank you so much for listening to the Freedom Warrior podcast and a few things before you take off. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review my podcast to help more people find it. Also, each week I send out a unique email newsletter where I share some of the most cutting edge and interesting things I've found during the week to help you on your journey to financial freedom. And finally, if you're interested in fast tracking towards being financially free, please check out my programs where I help you get onto the path of generating a significant six figure passive income through investing. If you're interested, head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to find out if it's suitable for you. Till next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.